Fan Affair with your host Sam and Mitch. And we have our normal two guests back in the studio today, Sean and Joe. Would you guys like to say hi? Hello. Hi. No, go that close to the mic. <laughs> Sorry. That was like ASMR, but... <laughs> I apologize for that. No, you're all good. Um, before we get into our topic for today, uh, Midge, the weather. The weather. It's sunny outside right now here in Clifton, and the current temperature, according to the Apple Weather app, is 46 degrees, so take that with a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> the high is supposed to be 54, low 36. It looks pretty... S- clear the entire day so you're gonna be fine <laughs> yeah it's actually quite nice it's a little, a little chilly but uh not terrible outside so today's our last live show of the, the semester. semester um so we've had such a fun time this semester it's been great being back in the studio um i believe we said earlier this semester that me and midge were mm-hmm. We were, uh, you were recording under your bed in your dorm last year, and I was in my dad's closet. <laughs> yeah, so we, it's been such a great time being actually back in the studio and having guests. Um, Sean's been an amazing guest uh, this semester, uh, coming on almost every week. <laughs> it's a pleasure. I, Sean, I, I hope to see you back with us again next semester, and Joe has been such a fun guest. Thank you. Yeah, I love when you come on. You don't come on very frequently, but it is always a pleasure to have you. I appreciate that. I'm flattered. Yeah, so um, this week, to wrap up the semester, it's not Horrorween, but we are going to be talking about the genre of horror, because... We decided to put an entire list of horror movies we're going to watch on our whiteboard in our dorm's kitchen, so (laughs) we're just in the horror mood now, I guess. Yeah, we're in the horror mood. I mean, me and Midge have watched a lot of... um, genre of the analog horror and video games of the horror variety yeah so i mean why not talk about it because i don't have anything else to talk about we got nothing so this is what you're getting (laughs) so yeah uh let's just jump right into it and uh joe and sean may pop in whenever they so wish you may interject thank you um so i also Midge and Sean have not been big horror fans until I brought them into the genre. I was only really into, like, horror video games because I could, um, respectively pause that, and also I could, like, you know, there was Let's Players so I could, like, listen to someone else talk while it was happening. So it was easier for me to, like, go through horror uh, video games than horror movies and, like, movie theaters where I cannot pause it and make it stop. I'm not a big fan of going into a, um... Like, a movie theater watch a horror movie, because... Surround sound? It's surround sound, and, like, it just messes with my ears. Yeah. So I'm not a big fan of it, though. The last horror movie I saw in movie theaters was Halloween Kills with Joe. Didn't you still see yeah. Antlers? I... No, no we, we didn't never go see did. Antler because um, they weren't showing it. Gasp. The I, only place they were showing it was, like, like 20 what, miles away. You know, because we were going to go see it when That's I was weird. back on Staten Island for the week for Thanksgiving. Yeah. The only place they showed was Linden at seven o'clock, which oh, was kind of so weird that they weren't showing it anywhere else. But yeah, like they weren't oh, even showing yeah. the a- like the AMC near us. Like the closest AMC that was showing it was in Jersey, hmm. and I'm like, okay, I guess we're just not seeing this. <laughs> no, I'm like, you know, I'm a little uh, different than you guys. I love seeing horror movies in the theaters because I can't control it, and I think that gives an extra level of fright. Like I love being afraid. Like I love the environment around me not being something I can control because it's just that much more exhilarating when I go to see horror movies. You're like insane. I, I can't pause it. I can't uh, change the atmosphere and make it more comforting. I'm like, you know, I'm there. And I'm I paid insane. money, so I'm not gonna leave. leave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't like... 
it's this it's the surround sound for me because I just mm. don't like that right in my ears, especially because I'm a lot of uh, modern day horror is very rely reliant on the cheap tactic of jump scares. It's kitschy, yeah. So mm. I don't need like the right in my yeah. ear at like a full volume. So that's why I prefer watching it at home. Uh, and then I get also get to have subtitles. I would have loved subtitles for Saw. <laughs> oh my god. Where we talked about this a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago where everyone is everyone is whispering and I it, it was full volume and we still had to, <laughs> had to put subtitles on. No, we couldn't even put subtitles on cuz we were watching it online wink wink. Uh, uh, did we have subtitles no. on? No. 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 If we not. did, All I right. wouldn't have to like sit next to the TV and transcribe uh, to you guys. That's we, right. That's we right. We had the, my laptop on at full volume and the TV on at full volume, yet saw the movie was very quiet. I mean, surprise, surprise! I've seen it like eight times, so I know what happens. But yeah. like, I still, you know, for first-time viewers, it's gonna be annoying. Look, I, I've seen Saw. I just hadn't seen it in a long time, so I kind of forgot a lot of what happens. And I was like, man, I would love to hear. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna smell scold you for whispering. <laughs> I can't even hear you. I'm sitting it's in not the studio a, with you. It's not even a stage whisper. <laughs> don't. Why don't you move the mic away from your face? Sorry. Like this. I turned off her mic, it so keeps. it's not getting. Okay. Jeez. Okay. Yeah, it's like I would have even appreciated. Like, there's no reason that people in this. Saw need to whisper, like physically whisper, and not do a stage whisper. Oh my yeah. god, okay. Whatever. <laughs> I'm fine. watching Joe struggle with the mic. Because no. the mic's usually over here. That's why. You have to keep it next to your mouth. Yeah, but like... But she's also so close to it. <laughs> just leave it there. But it keeps moving on its own. It does that. It does that. Just leave it right there. It okay. will catch you. Don't worry. Okay. If you need Let's... to speak, I will turn on your mic. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, horror. Anyway, horror. So, hold on. I need to grab my laptop. It's like... Oh, it's all I usually keep it by the computer. <laughs> Because there's not enough room. Then move with the mouse. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> so, horror <laughs> is a subject, uh, I think, is a very subjective genre, depending yeah. on what people are scared of. Like, you're scared of ghosts, and I'm, I'm not. I'm scared <laughs> to piss over ghosts. I, I watch, I, I mean, I watch, like, the, uns- I mean, I've been watching, like, true crime stuff lately. That stuff doesn't scare me. No, true crime stuff doesn't scare me either. But, like, not even so much like ooh like supernatural videos like they will freak me out but like a ghost movie mm mm what like scary what was it like scary movie is that like a thing no scary movie is like spoof movies those are supposed to be funny oh. they're parody like think of a conjuring mm. and uh, that's the one where it's poltergeist. like poltergeist poltergeist those are all ghost movies what? Do, do you have something to say, Sean? No, I, I thought we were trying to explain scary movies oh, scary. To, to Midge. I'm like, oh, it's the movie where it's like, Cindy, it. these are just bones. Oh, that's that movie? Yeah. yeah like, well, that's the second one. There's like uh, five of them. Yeah, scary movies are spo- is, uh, just spoof movies on horror movies. Like, Scream uh, is a big one that they do. Meanwhile, um, I, uh, Sam, Sam and Midge both know this, where like I can't really do... Um, found footage kind of stuff because it just like terrifies me. Like they, we tried watching Creep in October. We tried watching. We watched it. <laughs> okay, we watched Creep in like October, and Sam did this nice thing where she's like, "Okay, I'm going to bed at like 10 and I'm I was just tired. like downstairs. <laughs> I love found footage horror movies, 
my favorite one was VHS, the first one. Actually, no, the second one. The I first still have to one, watch VHS. The first one was good, but the second one was scarier, specifically because I'm very afraid of alien abduction. Mm-hmm. And there was a whole thing about this family getting abducted at a lake house. And that was like one whole segment, and it was terrifying because you never saw the alien. And, well, you saw them for a flash, but like the whole thing was very well done. It was one of the better parts of that movie because there was also some other crappy ones that I didn't really like. It might like crappy to me. Mm-hmm. Well, and, it's like I, I bring up that like in my next point about horror and just being kind yeah. of subjective, where it's like the best thing that is scarier are things in the dark because my imagination is going to conjure up something much more terrifying than whenever whatever yeah. CGI mess. Like that's why I don't like um, uh, a silent place, quiet place. I'm sorry, quiet place. Yeah, I don't like it because they um, show the monster. They do do that, yeah, because it's like an apocalypse almost movie. But I I didn't find that movie scary. To be fair, I watched it like broad daylight with my cousins. Yeah. But like, I didn't. I thought it was cool. I thought it was a cool concept. I did not like it. And they made a second one. I didn't watch the second one. I think it's kind of like we talked about like Hush once or twice, where like it was kind of just like, like you said, like unmasking the killer or like the monster too early. Yeah. Where like, Mm. at first, like when you. I've never really seen like A Quiet Glaze or Hush, but I know stuff that I've heard and stuff you've also told me about those two movies. How it's like scarier when you don't see them, but like once you see them, like kind of just that scare factor just like goes down. Yeah, Maybe like, not to zero, but like goes down a lot. I saw Hush. I watched it with my parents. Hush. It's an okay, like it's a home invasion movie. It's okay, but like what's creepy is because like the guy who's like invading, who's like harassing her, invading her home, is wearing this like pl- like blank mask. That's kind of scary because you don't know the identity of this person. And then he takes the mask off, and it's just a white dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this um, is why it's like I'm glad that they've never shown Michael Myers' face. Oh, I'm so glad in Halloween, Halloween Kills. Kills. They, yeah. they like went out of the way to make sure you could not see it, like even when s- it was on the TV. Yeah, we saw bits and pieces of him, but we can never really form a full image of what he looks like. And I think that was a really good touch because it's like almost there, but not quite. So he's like, he looks human. And he, you know, is, like, physically, but, like... Mm. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about, like, Halloween kills and how I feel like they're kind of going supernatural with Michael Myers. And I'm like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he lives there. Sean, do you want me to do my impression? <laughs> oh, please. Be the people need careful. to hear it. The more Michael kills, the stronger he gets. Like, <laughs> I don't like that they're doing that. Evil he dies tonight. Evil dies tonight. tonight. And I'm like, what? Someone going to, like, I'm not trying to be insensitive, but someone going to, like, Black Lives Matter. And, like, all... <laughs> Like, uh, this whole, like, mob mentality Uh subplot just... Him feeding off of fear. Yeah, it's like, Michael feeds off fear. I'm like, what happened to just Michael being a dude? He's just like a funny little guy, and he likes doing a murder. (laughs) Look at this dude. Look at this dude. It it does, like, I think it does draw negative comparisons to, like, you know, real-world events where people do form large, like, you know mob movements for lack of a better word and it kind of uh sensationalizes it and like, you know i was watching makes it goofy yeah i was watching a documentary about uh the son of sam i uh, just finished yesterday mm. and there was a whole thing back then that people were like especially after i think he got arrested they were like protest like they wanted to like like c- like quarter they were wanted to like kill this guy himself and yeah they were because he was they terrorized New York City for like a f- almost a full like pretty much over a year and like 
people just wanted to kill this guy so bad. Like, yeah, and, like, I, it was just took up too much of the movie. Yeah. Like, I wanted to see Michael do, like, some more murders. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, it wasn't a bad movie. Halloween no. 2018 is much better. Oh, for sure. I, I know Sean really likes Halloween 2018. Yeah, and that's what... Probably that and the original Scream are, like, my mm. two favorite horror movies. Yeah. Good choices. Really good choices. I, like, uh, Sean hasn't seen the first Halloween. We made him watch Halloween 2 with us. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, we can, yeah. And you, we watched Halloween 2018 Halloween Kills together, which Halloween 2, <laughs> when Michael walks through the glass <laughs> in the hospital, I'm like, what an absolute chad. Just, we were just like, oh, is he gonna, like, hit it? Or No, no, he walks right through. I said that he, the way Michael walks looks like Joe's brother, Jerry. He <laughs> walks like Minecraft Steve. Like, he's got, like, this Chad walk, and it reminds me when Jerry, like, walks like, I don't know, I can't describe it, just Jerry walks like Michael Myers. <laughs> if Jerry ever listens to this episode on the podcast, which, if you would like to listen to, oh, you can yes. find on um, uh, Spotify and Google, Google Podcasts. Podcasts. Uh, and uh, we'll do it later. But yeah, we'll, we'll tell you later. You. Ooh. It's okay. Uh, yeah, but if Jerry ever listens to this, yeah, you walk like Michael Myers, dude. <laughs> Um, you can tell them when we see him later. Yeah, I'd be like, hey, Jerry. I think I've told Jerry that he walks like Michael Myers. I feel like, yes. I feel like, I feel like it was like right after we watched Halloween. Yeah, I was like, yo, Jerry, you walk like Michael. Um, but yeah, so what we were saying with like horror in general, is just like, it's scary when you unveil the monster. And also, yeah. I think things that you can't fight back against, like ghosts, mm-hmm. are and scary. Demons. Demons and any, like, that's scary because you can't fight back against it in like physical ways like a murderer because we were joking last night on how joe would kill (laughs) would fight michael myers and michael would just stab her yeah and she like pulled the knife out (laughs) and that would be really dumb of you because that means the blood's gonna flow faster but i'd win no you wouldn't you say that now no i'm gonna say michael field Michael, I have no uh, fear except of clowns. Yeah, you see, you're like, oh yeah, Michael feeds off a of fear, and then Joe's like, I'm not afraid of anything for, except clowns. For the audience's sake, I'm reaching over, I'm touching Joe's shoulder. Uh, Michael Myers is like indestructible. Not with that attitude. He's the, the, at the end of Halloween Kills, they literally like shoot him multiple times. He, like he like survived a fire. Should have just used more ammo. Like I love, like that's what's kind of stupid. Pisses me off about Halloween kills is like when they're like stabbing him with a pitchfork and they shoot him and they're like kicking him. I know one person had like an iron, like like an iron that used to iron clothes. Yeah, like they're beating him and then he just gets up. And he just up. He's fine. Yeah, he he did survive way too much. It's it's a little it's a little ridiculous. At that point, you have to minimize the. Um, to make him still feel scary and be able to get up, you have to minimize the reaction of the people, like, at least physically, with the weapons. And to, to remind you, like, earlier that night, he just survived a fire. fire. So, I don't know. It's it's making Michael seem less... He's too much. ...human and more, like, supernatural, he, which I'm not a fan of. He's not like Jason, who, like, survived being drowned. I asked my mom if I should watch the Friday the, Har- uh, Friday the 13th movie. She's like, absolutely not. Oh, no. They're my favorites. I know. My family does not like... 
Friday oh my god, Jason X is a campy, terrible mess of. I love it. It's, it's so cheesy. It's, it's my favorite. It, yeah, it, it's my favorite. Is he in uh, the Thirteenth in space? Pretty it's, much. Yeah, it's like in space, like in the Halo time period, like the twenty five hundreds, and it's god. it's so bad. I love it. Oh my god. Just say you like bad horror movies. She just likes bad horror Me, movies. Me and my sister saw like the first like five minutes of that movie because uh, we were underage to be watching that movie and a certain <laughs> type of know. scene, wink wink, uh-huh. came on. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. we're like, okay, we probably shouldn't be watching this at like 12, 13. <laughs> yeah. I, I just like, if you know that one AU camp counselor Jason, I just like that a lot. So oh, I yeah. want to watch the Friday the 13th movies just because I like that a lot. I, I have no, in- I haven't seen them. I have no interest in seeing them because I pretty much know the entire plot of a lot of the movies. Mm. So it, they just seem kind of like bad horror movies. Yeah. Um, but horror is a hard genre to do because a lot of it, you're really it, balancing out it, tropes. It's a lot of tropes. It's like, okay, how many tropes do I want to play on and how much do I want to ignore and how much of a new trope do I want to make? Like, Scream does oh, yeah. tropes well because it plays on horror movie tropes, but with a twist. Mm-hmm. The first one. The first one. The first one. The, the rest of them kind of get a little redundant and by like four, I'm like, all right, what are we doing and here, people? be a new one. I don't have a lot of hope for the new one, but I am interested in watching. Well, me and Sean both agree that we think it's going to be a good... Like cinematography wise, it's gonna look good. It's because the trailer looks beautiful. Yeah, mm. but the storyline, I know it's not gonna be good. No, I really want Stu to come back. Yeah, that's like the big theory is that Stu is gonna be. I want. I want to see. I want to see him. I want to see Shaggy. Yeah, that's the that's the big one that people think is gonna be a uh, Ghostface for this movie. But yeah, so like, how and original ideas are hard to do in a horror movie because you have to either do it really well. Or it's not going to be good, like... Blair Witch? Blair Witch. I either... People either love Blair Witch... Or despise it. Or hate, I know lives. more people who hate Blair Witch than yeah. anything. I was indifferent towards it, which is a very apparently strange opinion to have. But it was better than the Blair Witch 2. Blair Witch 2 was terrible. I watched... Did Mr. Gigi do... I think Mr. Gigi did a video... I think he did. On... Blair Witch 2 and how like it became like super commercialized and like the reason why Blair Witch 2 like it had none of the original creative influence of Blair Witch 1 which people may argue that Blair Witch 1 has no creative influence like my mom who hates that movie (laughs) she's like it's just a bunch of teenagers running in the woods it feels like that movie had a budget that it did I mean uh, actually like totally off track but one of the movies I don't think I saw on your list Mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies, the 1977 Suspiria. Uh, ah. The remake was okay, in my opinion, but the original is just, it's very fun, very thrilling. It's really kind of, it, it has a creepy atmosphere, but it's not like outright Isn't scary. Isn't it an Italian? Yeah, it's an Italian movie. It's uh, I think it's a Dario Argento film, if my memory serves correctly. Because, like, we have a mix of, like, true horror movies and thriller movies. Like, I put Silence of the Lambs, which is one of my all-time favorite movies. Great movie. On that list. Um, I have a few movies I haven't watched that my parents recommended, like House of a Thousand Corpses. My stepdad recommended me. That's a good movie. Um, The second one, Devil's Rejects, was good. Yeah. Three from Hell was not good at all. My stepdad's like, and then you gotta watch Devil's Reject. And I'm like, can I get... Let's see see how we like the first movie. 
We also put Saw 2 on there because Saw 2 is apparently the better. Yeah, it's much better. Like, I've said this a million times. It's very claustrophobic despite having a larger setting than that. More claustrophobic than Saw 1 despite having a larger setting. Mm. But, yeah, uh, I, you said this one time when we were in the car. We were just driving around and we were talking about Saw. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we have like a bunch of horror movies. We have Alien, which both me and Sean watch, but Midge has not. Oh, I haven't watched a... a lot of horror movies. We have to establish this now. No, I know. I had a very protected childhood. <laughs> I was not allowed to watch horror movies. And Midge I've... never ate Jello. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> protected childhood. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna. I'm cutting this out of the episode. No, you're not. <laughs> yes, you're not. I'm gonna watch you. Oh my god. I own 51% of this company. I have creative freedom. I'm the one who edits the episode, Sean. <laughs> Midge, uh, let, let me remind you mm-hmm. whose podcast this was originally. I bought you one. I made you. I, I thought you were about All to say right. you bought me. <laughs> I bought you. But um, before. <laughs> Before that, before this turns into a feud. Yeah, let's not. Um, before that, um, no, I'm gonna I feel like. I feel like Alien kind of, like, goes into, like, where, like, a silent place, no, a quiet place and a hush go into, where it's, like, a horror movie, but more of a thriller. Because, like, yeah. I feel like Alien is more just, like, oh, when's the, when's the alien going to show up? Mm-hmm. Unless, like, oh, the alien is present from second one. I just want to watch Ridley Scott, like, up, was it? No, no. I want to watch Ridley no. Scott. Let's watch House of Gucci together. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> Sigourney Weaver. I want to watch Sigourney Weaver use that uh, forklift, and that's about it. Th- that's uh, that's the second one. Yeah. yeah Alien is one of, another one of my favorite movies. Also, Predator Sigourney is one of my favorites. Yeah, Bridget's like, do we put on Predator? I'm like, no. My, he, my grandfather's uh, longtime bodybuilding friend, Arnold Schwarzenegger, started that movie. I don't know if you've heard of him. I'm sorry, but, what? Oh, yeah, my grandpa was friends with him for quite a while. Oh, they I'm still talk. Call you on both so hard. No. Because I have pictures of them together. Well, he has pictures of them together. It's crazy because they used to bodybuild together. You're, I I didn't you, believe until he showed me the pictures. Your grandpa was friends with California Sen- ex California <laughs> senator governor. Go- whatever governor. <laughs> I don't care about Arnold Schwarzenegger and his political ideals. I don't. Care. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he was friends with ex California governor, action movie star, kindergarten cop. <laughs> Arnold yes. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he still jingle, calls him for Christmas. Jingle all the way. I, I didn't believe it either. Okay, when he calls him, I need you to record it. I yeah, Please. I need to I need to see if he's still like he has talked to him in the past two years, but but like Predator is one of my favorite movies too. It's again more thriller, but it's better. No, Aliens is better. Way better. Like Alien like okay, Aliens cool, Aliens better, but Predator is just so much fun. It's a fun movie to watch. It's campy. It's goofy. It's just say you like. You keep using the words campy and goofy when relating to horror movies. Just say you like bad horror. Just movies. say you like. But it's not a bad movie. Movies. It's just I'm say- 80s. I'm not saying I mean, it's a bad movie. A bad horror movie, rather. You like B. You like B. You got like you like B list horror movies. B list. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. Most. Okay. Uh, we That's have to true. go on. Um, you have to. Yeah, let's you, go. You, you have to sit with my mom because my mom really likes like D-list horror. Have you ever heard of Lumberjack Man? Oh my god, I think I have. Yeah. It's one of my mom's favorite D-list horror. I gotta watch it then. It's about a lumberjack, like a zombie lumberjack, who kills people with pancakes, <laughs> and his weakness is maple syrup. <laughs> there was a really good uh, D horror movie called Uncle Sam, where this guy he gets killed in Iraq and then he comes back as a zombie <laughs> on Fourth of July, and his name is Sam. <laughs> and it's so bad. It's so funny. I love it. It was like a 1995 horror movie. 
Oh my god, it's one of my favorite like my one of my favorite '90s movies. You, you gotta period. sit with my mom because she also likes a movie called Zombie Beavers, which is self-explanatory. Oh, I, I've seen that movie. It is so bad. I love it. We should watch <laughs> the priest dinosaur one. Velocipaster? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Oh, you, don't, you don't know about Velocipaster? You Do you want to explain it? Oh, so essentially, this I don't exactly know, but I do know that this pastor for some reason turns into a Velociraptor. He's a were-Velociraptor? It, 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 it's this, um, what is it? it Birdemic? <laughs> is, is that kind of style of movie? Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not over Velocipaster. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not over the name. Oh, man. I watched that with a bunch of friends one night. We were, like, we were just off. We were so tired. We all had, like, a 12-hour shift. Well, 10 or 12-hour shift. And we just, like, we came home. We were like, hey, want to watch Velocipaster? And that was that. That was the whole night. So I'm just going to go some quick over my next few points before uh, we'll go on a quick break. Yes. So um, I think one hard trope that you have to do is, like, keeping people on their toes with the whole thing of something is off or something doesn't feel right which heightens that sense of anxiety um which i think the walton files which we've done an episode on and the mandela catalog which i would love to do an episode on uh plays on the uncanny valley trope which we talked about in both our walton files and our fnaf episodes um that uncanny imagery where it's like it looks almost human but it's not and uh, phrase repetition is really important to kind of like hammer in thematical points and um like the scare factor and then i think it's really important to keep your horror ground in reality you can let your audience suspend their disbelief to an extent yeah and like fantastical horror is possible like ghosts and aliens and zombies and mythical creatures because i specifically thought of this actually bad horror movie called krampus from 2015 oh my god i hate so krampus. my creative writing teacher showed it to us um in the december of senior year and we watched it over, like, I think two or three days. And I remember being like, what? We were just dying because it was so bad. It was hilarious. I like, saw Krampus in movie com- theaters with like, my com- dad. Yeah, like, comedians were in it. Like, Alan Scott. Mm-hmm. I totally forgot that movie existed. I only remembered it because I was like, oh, yeah, Krampus. If you want your ears to be blown out with jump scare sounds, <laughs> watch Krampus. There's, like, uh, Justin Roiland plays, like, a little gingerbread man. Wait, Justin Roiland? And I think Seth Green, too. Oh, my God. They voice act for a little gingerbread, like, evil gingerbread men who help Krampus, I guess. Oh, that movie's so And also, you know, there's the whole thing about, uh, uh, like, appropriating mythical creatures from specific cultures, and we're not gonna talk about that. If I wanted to watch Krampus, i just watch the American Dad uh, Christmas (laughs) (laughs) Christmas episodes. (laughs) That is like, one of like, the best episodes of American Dad. Absolutely, it's I agree. possible to use mythical concepts and monsters in your horror movies, as long as there's like you know. But like, I want to like bring up like because we talked about this like FNAF. We're at the point where I'm sent- suspending my disbelief. Oh, like I actually watched. Uh, I watched Mark Flyer help play Help Wanted a few weeks ago, actually, because I remembered I never actually watched someone play it full through. Mm-hmm. And there's this actually scary moment at like one of the endings of the game, where you like go through the final essentially level and then you're like your player character's like in like i guess the freddy suit yes it has the and you're watching like uh, um uh, what's his name uh, little yellow bunny uh, <laughs> the funny little glitch guy trap. glitch trap he's just dancing yeah around. that's that's creepy and i like that and markiplier just starts singing opera so it did make it funny but, but like the the suspension of disbelief i have to do with the fnaf series at this point makes uh, fnaf not no. scary and what's more- it called remnant Oh, yeah. our, our favorite ghost metal <laughs> ghost metal remnant and then now Williams Afton's soul has been copied onto computer drives and also 
Um, now it's in like a lady's body. Her name's Vanny. Vanny, and then we're hopping in like Freddy suits and uh, help Honest, wanted. On, I mean, honestly, the fact that you can go inside the suits makes sense because we know that with other suits that the cavity is there, so that kind of makes sense. But uh, I mean, at least it looks like it's coming out in a few days. Oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, I remember because so someone I, I follow. I guess that's something we'll be talking about. Cosplay um, Glam Rock Freddy, and they mentioned it's coming out. I think as of yesterday, five so four days. All right, so that's All super right. cool. So that's something we'll have to talk about um, when we come back. Oh yeah, uh, winter break. But right now we're gonna go on our couple minute break to give you like a song and some of our PSAs. So we'll be right back. Bye bye. And we're back. Oh, we're back. <laughs> Sam and Midge with Fandom Fair. And also Sean and Joe And also here. Sean and Joe say hi. 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 And we're talking about horror. Just oh, the genre, are. not anything in particular. <laughs> no, we, I mean, we have some spoiler warnings for you, I guess, technically. Uh, spoiler warnings? Oh my god, we spoiled like half of Halloween Kills. <laughs> and uh, Scream. Yeah, I didn't put those in the tweet. <laughs> Oops. So I didn't know we were going to talk about that. We didn't really talk about anything with like Scream, though. The fear. Yeah. Fear. Fear. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> um, so, anyway, we're just gonna jump into it really quickly. So, right now, I'm gonna give a spoiler warning for this super niche uh, <laughs> 70s ho- sci-fi horror short story uh, I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream. Um, so, I feel like in horror, it is important or it's just something fun to play with, which is uh, macabre and just in general literary themes because um, when we watch horror movies, I turn into a high school English teacher. And surprisingly, I, the English major, do not. <laughs> Maybe it's because I want to just turn my brain off. Yeah, that's it. No, I, I'm I, done with being an English major. <laughs> I so much enjoy just, like, talking about themes. I think it's so much fun. And I hate themes so I love, much. I love themes, and I love symbolism, and I love imagery. It's Ooh, something that's so wow. cool for me. I do not. Why am I an English major? You're a bad English I'm major. I'm a really bad English major. I really hate literature. <laughs> I hate themes and I hate I hate flowery imagery and I hate trying to decipher stuff. I'm not I'm I not think a good, it's fun. Mm, I love it. My brain don't wanna do I why am I why am I why am I doing Okay, go on. Okay, so anyways, um I have no mouth and I must scream is the short story by Harlem Ellison, which is uh he wrote A Boy and His Dog. Oh uh, yeah. Which I did not know about until i looked at the back of my book and i went he wrote the book that inspired mad max and fallout he's a multifaceted human being uh also apparently he was just like such a jerk (laughs) like a a real like smart ass um uh man is am inspired by him well he voices am in the video i know he does uh so he really plays with the immortality trope uh of being tortured and not being able to die um, all for the amusement of an angry god or rather an angry AI in this case uh, the video game adaptation of I Have No Mouth and I Must Scream is really grotesque in its visuals, it's a lot of muddy greys browns and yellows juxtaposed with circuit boards and computer parts and it really sets the tone that like the absolute HG double hockey stick uh, that our protagonists are in, and I love the game because it also really plays with a lot of uh, psychological, uh, like Freudian. Uh, yeah, the id ego and super ego. Yeah, th- there's the id ego and super ego of Am, which is also just the um, Russian and Chinese <laughs> yeah. Ams, which I think is interesting. Uh, and there's a lot of like philosophical tones. 
such as the name would imply, because the title refers both to our protagonist. Uh, protagonist I use lightly because Ted's kind of a jerkwad. He's a little jerk man. Uh, who by the end of the short story has been made into essentially a pile of jello with eyes by Am. And the story of this, like the title represents Am himself, who has been given the curse of consciousness but unable to use it because he has no physical form. He's just a computer and he's aware of his situation. He's uh, aware of his surroundings, which brings up the horror that Am lives in. And just because. <laughs> What? I'm thinking about my kin list and how everyone yeah. on TikTok is I was going to mention, like, do you want to tell the, our, our lovely audience about how you can am and how everyone on TikTok is horrified by this fact? If you don't know what kinning is, it means that you relate to a character. I relate to the genocidal uh, computer. But not, I, I relate to him for the reason because I am constantly in fear of my own consciousness and just being trapped in my body. And also, like, just imagine, like, you have a body, which, I mean, this is reality for a lot of people, and unable to use it, unable to move, unable to talk. Oh, there's a movie. Yeah. Mr. Gigi covered it, and I forgot what it's called, but it's about this guy who comes back from war, and he's completely disabled, and he's unable to speak, and he's unable to move, and he, like... They wound up running, like, experiments on him, and he's just bedridden, and they cover his eyes so he has no idea of what day or time it is, and that's, like, terrifying, just being trapped in, like, your own head, because that's what I feel like is true insanity. Yes, Joe. Yes. 1971's movie, Johnny Got His Gun, I think? Yes, that is the movie. I want to watch it, because it's not necessarily scary, it's just really depressing. Why did you Google to get that? 70s horror movie about soldier God. did you watch it i did watch it because i remember uh, a long time ago before i had chosen my new career path i was like i'm gonna join the army and then i was like watching this movie and i'm like no i'm scared but i still want to go <laughs> and you didn't and then i i made the choice of uh changing career paths which was for me but won't be for everybody so i'm not gonna like you know say which way was better or worse yeah, but yeah, I I remember I watched Mr. Gigi cover that video when I was just, like sitting in the student center waiting for class to start, and I was like, oh god, this is horribly depressing and terrifying yeah. of being stuck in your own. I I think being stuck in your own body and having no way to move or do anything is terrifying, and I think am being angry about that because he was created by humans and did not ask i mean none of us has to be born yeah, you know. <laughs> um so that's why i relate to him i'm like i was not asked to be born into this awful consciousness and be stuck in my own body fun fact about johnny got his gun that is one of two movies i cried at really? like because it was so utterly terrifying and bleak and after that i had to watch like every episode of um like clone wars season five because that's like one of my favorite seasons to like chill myself out because i was like oh that is so depressing and season five is the one with the umbara arc so mm. it's like i was like oh more war horror i can't escape it well, i and i believe in johnny got his gun there is a nurse who tries to like mercy kill him yeah but then they gets, catch her yeah yeah i think i know what you're talking about yeah like she tries to kill him and she gets caught and it's thwarted, so he's just stuck in this... The, the fact that they cover his eyes is, like, so horrifying, because he has no, yeah. 
like in, in um and I have no nothing sc- and I must scream like Am is at least aware of what day it is and he constantly tortures um our protagonist with like the day and the time and like the year this dude has no idea of what hour it is let alone second that's terrifying because it could have been months or it could have been like an hour and I hate that because I have like that feels so claustrophobic to me and I am a mega claustrophobe it just like put me out of my misery and uh, since we just recently watched Carrie I want to talk about the thematical themes of religion because religion is used in a lot of different ways in horror movies whether it's used as a vice or a virtue and I don't think Carrie is scary movie necessarily um but it's considered the horror genre because like the main spark of the whole movie can be brought back to the sexual repression of the titular character Carrie White Mm -hmm. and religion is used in a lot of ways in this movie and um the sexual repression of women which I'll bring up I want to talk about Jennifer's body really quickly with that but I think Carrie does a really good job with exploring the theme of religion sexually repressing women uh, cause the, the, Carrie's breaking point was just like her mother sexually repressing her and cause the mother has her own issues with sex and uh, Carrie eventually is being punished for getting pushed out of that box um, and the source of the repression is Christianity and it's kind of the ending of the movie is really weird I don't know how I would exactly translate that are you talking about the thing in the kitchen no, I'm talking about when the house literally, like, gets sucked in to the ground. Yeah, I... A part of Carrie that I wish they explained is, like, why Carrie is the way that she is, like, supernaturally. hmm Like, I think that's, like, one of the falling points. Like I said, like, when we watched it, it was kind of just, like, eh-eh. Like, kind of like a 7 out of 10 for me. Like, it wasn't, like, bad in any respect. It was just kind of, like, boring. It kind of, like, took a while to get to where it, I knew it was going. But, like... I feel like they could have explained that part a little bit better because it's like, oh, Carrie's mom is stabbed in a gruesome way and then the Mm -hmm. house is falling apart. We don't know why, but Um, it is. So I, after we watched the movie, I mean, I remember because when I, I think I looked on YouTube TV or something, I was like, oh, there's, it was like called the Rage Carrie 2 or something. So Carrie's got like so in this in this movie Carrie's got a half sister from her father who also has uh, so the half sister also has telekinesis so it seems like it's the father's fault. <laughs> but like uh, if we're gonna go talk about themes with like like uh, like Christianity like Christian uh, Sean you brought up a good point where you're like is like the power a curse or a blessing like if we're gonna say oh it's from God because. Mm-hmm. Or, like, or is it from, like, Satan or whatever? Yeah, because I feel like there was a part in the movie where the mother said that she had premarital sex. Yeah. I, I could be wrong about that, but I feel like they brought that up at one point. Yeah, like, the mother had premarital sex with Carrie's father. It's implied that she was raped by her father mm-hmm. at one point, um, and that's what conceived Carrie. But, uh... So, I, I wanted you to bring up your point about, like, whether the Carrie's powers was a like a punishment for that. Um, yeah. So I feel like obviously there is like a lot of like undertones of like religion in this movie. Where like a lot of Christian faith I practiced Christianity for like nineteen years of my life. But um there's a lot of Christian and Catholic undertones here where like a lot 
uh, Christianity is like has like kind of like a emphasis on like not having sex and just like kind of just like being like a person with without that being a part of you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like especially like having sex before marriage is like a big like no no in the Catholic faith. So having this is kind of just what I said was like kind of like a punishment of God saying like okay you conceive someone out of the boundaries of marriage we're going to kind of give her these abilities that will basically make her like I guess kind of just like in quotes like a devil child or something mm-hmm. a little bit yeah like I thought that was a really inter- interesting interpretation like when after we watched it we were talking about it I like that interpretation of Carrie's powers because obviously there's such like a large emphasis on Christianity and faith in this movie and like whether how good it is or not and uh, I, I don't know. I just like it, and I think it it really explores the themes because a lot of horror movies um, have like puritanical, like patriarchal views against women, and this is why I'm going to bring up Jennifer's body um, very briefly to talk about the theme of women's sexuality in a horror, where Jennifer Check, our I use the word antagonist very loosely, uh, was used and seen as a sex object, and maybe our protagonist obviously has repressed sexual feelings for Jen, though it seems like it's mutual. Um, both are repressed in different ways with Nidhi outright denying it and Jen sleeping with other men also she sleeps with other men and eats them to keep her alive you know um and the scene where Jen is killing Colin and Nidhi is having sex with her boyfriend is juxtaposed to look like the two are like having sex with each other like it's not like super like there but like they're both like kind of moaning yeah and uh once again with like the repressing uh the repression of their sexual feelings for each other and they're both punished like, for stepping outside of the boundaries of, like, patriarchal, puritanic, uh, puritanical views with needing having to kill Jen at the end of the film. So, I don't know. I just, like, I liked the way that women's sexuality with other women is represented in this film. Because I don't I have a really soft spot for Jennifer's body. Also because, like, lesbianism. <laughs> <laughs> you know, lesbianism. Yeah, I, I really like that. Oh, and I also want to bring up with Carrie, um... The fact when Carrie's kind of crucifying her mother, yeah, that it zoomed up on her mother's face and her mother's like moaning in pain, but it yeah. could also be mistook, uh, mistaken for like sexual moaning, which I think was just really interesting with the whole theme because a lot of Carrie is about the themes of it is about Carrie uh, dealing with her sexuality as a young woman and the Christian household she was brought up in. Right. And then also dealing with her mother's sexual trauma. I, I get, like, there, there's a lot of horror movies that, and I would love to do an episode on just this. But, yeah. uh, oh, Midge, you wrote something about Creep. I wrote something about Creep, because, um... Sean's favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about it. I still so, watched like, it. Yeah. I think, you know, it's very, it's a very simple movie. It's obviously literally only, like, two actors are featured in the entire movie besides, um, the voice of... Um, someone who we think is Angela. Um, so essentially, it's just like Joseph, who is apparently dying, wants to send his last message to his unborn child and hires Aaron, a videographer, to do it. Go through the day, and then Joseph, you know, he gets even more, he gets more and more disturbing as the day goes on. At the end of the, uh, their day, he reveals that he had raped his wife. But also that might be a lie because the name of his wife is also the name of his sister, and it turns out he doesn't have. A, it's all. It's all. It's all a lie. I think he was a compulsive liar. Yeah, and then and then we find out after Aaron leaves, after it seems that Joseph hides his car keys, 
um, Joseph begins to stalk and harass Aaron, going as far as to send, like, creepy videos. Like, there was the one of him, like, digging that grave. And cutting his hair. And cutting his hair <laughs> off. D- uh, Joseph broke into Aaron's house. And uh, so there's something very intimate about the entire experience taking place from Aaron's point of view up until the very end, where we find out that all of Aaron's videos have been compiled into this one DVD by Joseph, whose name might not even be Joseph, because he then introduces himself on the phone to someone as Bill, um, that we find out that Joseph's done this to other people and he's been collecting videos of past victims. It, I just think that Creep has, like, a lot of that, f- the found footage energy of, obviously it's found a found footage mm-hmm. film, but I feel like it, it heightens itself in the fact that it, we don't, it's not technically found footage because I don't think this this DVD is ever going to leave Joseph's hands. But it's still, like, kind of in the realms of found yeah. footage, yeah. which I like to put found footage also in the realm of analog horror. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, um, uh, I'll just say this, like, little point, like, real quick. But um, the reason that I don't, that I think, cre- I don't like Creep, but why Creep is very well done is that it's uncomfortable. Like, even oh, from, like, yeah. minute one, just, like, the... Mm-hmm. That. seen at the beginning with like the bathtub like yeah. it's uncomfortable yes. and like it reminds me of this uh tick it was a tiktok i watched over uh break which <laughs> as well kept me up all night <laughs> where uh, it was just it was like a reimagining of like the christopher robin story like the Winnie oh the yes thing, whereas basically like christopher robin is like a child abductor and serial yes. killer and yeah. like dresses his victims up and it's just like it just like grossed me out like yeah. i feel like creep was like very much in that same realm whereas like it wants to make you uncomfortable. Even, like, that scene in the middle where it's just, like, his shadow with the light yeah. behind it. It just, like, makes you very uncomfortable. Did, like, that did we put Creep 2 on our list? We yes. did. Yes. Okay. You will watch that with us. We will, wa- we will oh, watch yeah. that. Yes. Because, like, I, I think some of the most effective horror is ones that's not even overtly scary, but things that make you uncomfortable. Like that, that dang wolf mask. Oh, yeah. Uh, just, what was like, every thing? time I turn the corner. Every time I turn oh, the corner. Peach I thought, fuzz? Yeah. Peach fuzz. Yeah, I, I love that thing. things that make you uncomfortable and then make your skin crawl. I'm like, despised. It, like, like I said, uh, horror in general is just very hard to do because there's a lot of facets of it. Yeah. It's a lot of what can you do well, playing on tropes, playing on themes, um, you know, playing on what makes certain people uncomfortable, what doesn't. Because I could think that, you know, a ghost movie is terrifying and Midge isn't going to flinch throughout the entire thing. I don't think I am because I, I mean, I regularly watch like, I, I know BuzzFeed Unsolved, and they're going to do a new series. It ended recently, and they're going to do a new series called Ghost Files on their own channel, Watcher, uh, The Ghoul Boys. Um, but I, like, never really got scared <laughs> during I, that. I don't know if I... I mean, I watch a lot of it during the day, but um, it, it depends on the ghost thing for me, really, and, like, the time of day I watch it, because a lot of times I would just watch BuzzFeed Unsolved, like, while I was doing laundry, and I just, like... No, it's with the ghoul boys, so it's it wasn't as scary. Boys. But, like, ghost movies that are kind of, like, in your face kind of freak me out. Like, but I re- we'll see. I've never actually watched a ghost thing that's really in my face. We haven't had, like... We, we didn't put any recent... We put Poltergeist on there, didn't we? Yeah, that's old. That's, like, 80s. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying we did put a ghost we, movie um, on there, Maybe, like, Unfriended, possibly? <laughs> oh, Unfriended. Unfriended? Yeah. But, yeah, that didn't scare you? No. Unfriended was silly. It was It was so- stupid, but, like... There's just, like, certain parts of it where I'm like, this makes me uncomfortable. I feel like the ghost lady's gonna turn my corner. Unfriended did not scare me. I was laughing. <laughs> I'm glad sh- you were laughing. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean couldn't sleep that night. 
Because my strategy is for other people who are easily, I mean, obviously this does, I guess this doesn't work for Sean, but people like me who don't have much experience with horror is I make fun of it as I watch it, and thus I am not scared. This is why I want to watch horror movies with the two of you, because I'm just, if I watch it on my own, I'm just going to get terrified. If like, I watch it with the two of you, I'm just going to be oh, laughing well, the whole time. Well, we're playing like Maple County. Uh, oh, I was perfectly fine. I was fine. Sean was like, turn it off. Because also yeah, then yeah. our doorbell, like, we live in Hoffs, and, like, our doorbell... You can hear the doorbell. The doorbell is, like, this really old kind of, like, zzzz Yeah. Doorbell, and, like, Sean's, like, turn it off, turn it off. <laughs> My stomach hurt. <laughs> Joe, say your words. I really, really liked Maple County, and I love analog horror. Like, I especially love the Uncanny Valley. Like, when things freak me out like that, like, I saw this one video um, that was circulating around Twitter for a while of this, like thing walking in someone's driveway like it was just kind of lumbering it was this tall skinny thing lumbering and like nobody could figure out how who it was what it was they couldn't replicate it mm-hmm. it freaked me out i watched it like 60 times i was like "Ooh, that's creepy i love I, it I love- and this is why i refuse to live on my own <laughs> by myself fair point i i love anything that's like super uncanny like oh yeah if you haven't watched mandela catalog joe i would highly oh, recommend it yeah, like, I have to. I watched um Wendigoon's video. I just straight up watched so, yeah. it. Yeah, I watched Wendigoon's video. I think I watched someone else cover it too. Um, maybe Sagan Hawks covered it because they're both really good. Um, like horror YouTubers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's gonna yeah, be a l- conversation. L- l- let's do that. Let's, uh, let's so thank you. Now. You've been listening to ninety point three WMSC Upper Montclair yeah. with Fandom Fair. With Sam. And me. This is our final uh, show of the semester. <laughs> you want to say season? <laughs> so I was going to say season. Season That's three. Incorrect. <laughs> season three. Um, so we might record a couple episodes uh, over, over winter break. Maybe That's not. a huge might because we are tired. I, I take that time to rest. Um, but if you are interested in listening to our past episodes or you want to listen to this episode next week when it airs, uh, we are on Spotify and Google Podcasts at Fandom Fair, F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E, Midge with the socials. So our Twitter is the same, F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E, and our Instagram is F-A-N-D-O-M underscore F-A-R-E. And just a funny little um, fun fact I didn't know, you put our gender as podcast <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> something, about this, something about this podcast is so find, gender. Uh, <laughs> I'm taking off the fact that we're going 12 to 1 because we don't know what we're going to be next semester, so we'll keep you in touch with that. I was just going to go and change our profile. Oh, the the button's just right there. I missed the button entirely. I love that. I missed the button entirely. Um, Okay. So thank you for joining us. Uh, Wash your sheets. Brush your teeth. Take a shower. You're kind of spinky. And uh, just drink some water. Stay hydrated. We love you. And have a most wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.